every day. I call 10 manufacturers, 10 clothing stores, 10, uh, you know, rappers, friends to hope they hopefully they'll wear the clothes, 10 people to try to sell it to. And after those 50 calls a day, six months turn around, I had a lot of people that I was already in contact with. And I learned so much more about the business. And some of those people that didn't pick up the phone or hung up the phone, uh, you know, uh, month one, after six months, believe it or not, they were like, you're not going anywhere, are you? Nope. And so then I, what I wanted to do, it convinced me that I had something of value as well. This is The Fighting Entrepreneur, the podcast dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to change the world. Learn how to start, build, and scale a business in today's highly competitive business environment. Here's your host, The Fighting Entrepreneur, Anik Singhal. What's up, you crazy fighting entrepreneurs? Guess who it is? Onyx Segal back in the ring. Your favorite person here with another fight. A returning fighter to this podcast, Mr. Damon John. Listen, um, if you're not a part of something we have called the Digital Startup Network, it's you have to you have to be a member of Ready to Launch first, and then you get a chance to join. Damon and I do an amazing fireside chat every month. It's one of the funnest conversations I have all all month. Um, and this time I asked him if he would use that time to come on and be a keynote speaker for us at Copy Funnel Summit. And he did. He agreed. And one of the things that we went deep into with Damon was I've noticed Damon's getting a lot more active lately on social media. He's even been teaching social media. Now, here's the deal. Damon John gets probably more businesses pitched to him every week than anybody I know. What that gives him is the benefit of knowing where's the market going, where are things going, where are trends going. So I went to the root and I said, Damon, of all the things you are seeing, what are the opportunities you're seeing that you're most excited about? What do you see about selling that's most important out there right now? But then my key question to him, which you're going to love the answer for was, which social media platform are you most excited about right now? So. He has allowed us to use his talk here on this podcast. So at this point, I'm going to ask you to do is make sure you click subscribe below, click like, leave a comment, you know, make sure you go to onicpodcast.com, binge listen to all of our amazing episodes. But for now, I'm going to turn things over to Damon and uh, you get a chance to hear me talk to him about some of the key things that Damon John, the shark himself, is focused on right now. All right, man, I am so excited to be able to introduce to you a man who needs no introduction, everybody. All right. By the way, you all loving this event or what? Come on. It's day two. Let's see the excitement. Type in yes into the chat box if you're loving it. I know you guys are. I see everyone who's back. I see all these names I've been recognizing. Well, listen, it is with such an it is such an honor to introduce to you our next keynote speaker, someone who I have followed for years. And I got to say, it is such an honor to be able to say that Learn has been privileged to do work with him, to be able to bring his knowledge to the world. Of course, we have the people's shark himself, Mr. Damon John. If you guys don't know him yet, then I don't know. You're sleeping under an entrepreneurial rock. Damon, you have been inspiring people now for how long have you, at least on Shark Tank, how long have you been like a public figure in the world of entrepreneurship? Shark, Shark Tank is on its 13th year, and I started filming it 14 years ago. So when you think about it, it's half of my adult life. Uh, that, oh, you know, man, that's I've been on Shark Tank. So crazy. But, you know, I can tell you before. So right when you guys got started, that first season would be the one that I started watching. And that was pretty early in my entrepreneurial journey. You know, and for me, it's made such a big impact. And then following your journey, everything you've done with FUBU and since then has been such, 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 such an inspiration, which has allowed me through learn to even through things like this summit to bring 
this, you know, I, I've been very encouraged to bring information and, and, and education to the world to show them what they can do on the internet, what how they can build businesses. So today is really an honor. Um, Damon, I don't wanna waste any time because I know we have a limited time here today. Um, and for everyone who's watching, we decided to do a Q&A style so that I could get some key questions out that I know all of you are thinking about and asking. So Damon, um, you get this all the time. I know this is nothing new for you, but a lot of the people watching today, they're just getting started, okay? They're dreaming about entrepreneurship. They're thinking about it. Is it for them? What should they do? They've got probably people that don't believe in them. They've got lots of voices in their head. I was thinking we'd start with a few pieces of advice because you run into this kind of person every day. That's a part of your life too. What would you say to someone who is right now just at the brink, just getting ready to get started? Well, first of all, yeah, I think you hit some of those things on the head. There's a lot of people who are not gonna believe in you. Um, and what you're doing. Now, there's two ways to think of that. There is, if everybody believed in what you were doing, then you have the lowest common denominator, right? Because, okay, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. But also, unless you're in the right circle, a lot of those people have not done it themselves and they're just projecting some things that may uh, have held them back. I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. I mean, some of them may have grown up in a family where uh, they, you know, they said one person's gonna stay at home and watch the kids and then hopefully, you know, because like in the 50s and 60s, you know, then, you know, uh, inflation wasn't where it was. And, and um, you know, you can work at a business and, and the government or will take care of you at the end. Right. Or some people may have just been told that entrepreneurs and business people are evil or money is evil. So you don't know why somebody else is going to, uh, you know, give you uh, grief about doing it or not believing you. But the, the question is, if you're doing it, what are you doing it for? What is your why? Do you believe that there is a pain out there that somebody has or a joy that somebody loves, whether whatever it is, right? And you are going to stop them from staying up at night or you're going to give them a joy, you know, whatever it is. Are you delivering? Are you of service? Do you get a twinkle in your eye when you see that you're solving a problem for somebody else and you just you just love what you're doing? Because a lot of people, they're not they're not um, honest with themselves. Now, they may say, well, I just want to make money. But money only comes after you solve a problem, after you, you know, you, you bring value to somebody. Now, okay, do you want to make money because you're tired of working for somebody else's dream and you've decided to work on yours? Okay, but what do you do? Stay working where you're at and allocate time, allocate, you know, an hour a day, an hour a week towards that new dream. And if you have in three months or six months, you're getting a lot of energy off of it and you, you're excited, you know, then you can move forward. My first couple of my first couple of months, it was simple. What did I do? I took inventory. I'm working at Red Lobster. Um, what do I have that I can I can do? I have time on my hands, so I made fifty calls a day, fifty every single day. And I said, if I get somewhere in uh, six months after these fifty calls a day, then I'll reinvest more time into the business. And Every day, I call 10 manufacturers, 10 clothing stores, 10, uh, you know, rappers, friends to hope they hopefully they'll wear the clothes, 10 people to try to sell it to. And after those 50 calls a day, six months turnaround, I had a lot of people that I was already in contact with. And I learned so much more about the business. And some of those people that didn't pick up the phone or hung up the phone, uh, you know, uh, month one, after six months, believe it or not, they were like, you're not going anywhere, are you? Nope. Um, and so then I, what I wanted to do, it convinced me that I had something of value as well. And so, so, so to say to everybody, you know, to sum up, sum it up is believe in yourself, understand your why on why you're doing it, 
go out there and start getting an education on it, meaning whether it's online, whether it is mentors, whether it's going interning someplace, whether it's just looking at 10,000 YouTube videos, whether it's asking people on the street, would they be into this? And then have discipline and have goals and, and, and revisit every three or six months. But you got to start. You just have to start. You know, it's, it's, it's funny you mentioned this, Damon. What, I love that, right? 50 calls a day, six months. And it's funny because if you ask someone, hey, if you did something 50 times a day for six months, do you think you'd succeed at it? I bet you 99% of people would just say the raw sheer magnitude of the attempt is like, yeah, probably. That's a lot. I don't even, I mean, how many calls is that, right? Like 1,500 a month times six. I mean, you're sitting like 10,000 plus calls. How do you not? So for, for me, I'm a math person. I've always been statistically driven. It's like, well, the chances, the odds of me winning when I do something nearly 10,000 times, the odds are in my favor. So I love what you just said, you know, show up every day diligently for a period of time, regardless of the results, give yourself X period of time and reevaluate at the end of that time, not daily every day during that time, which is I think what people do, right? Like the people will try to start something and within the first three days, they don't, they, they haven't hit it and they go, oh, this isn't working. This doesn't work. But you're saying don't do that. Go through the whole period of time, then evaluate. Is that, is, did I summarize that correctly? I am saying that, but you, you're going to find a couple of things. Some people after the 50 calls a day or whatever time they're putting in, they're going to go, I don't really like it. Ah. Okay. That's okay. But at least you gave it a, a real attempt and said, I don't like, you know what? I don't want, you know, it's kind of like the person who wants to, who, who loves going to a restaurant and they happen to have money. They're like, you know, the, the, the guy wants me to invest in the restaurant. And all of a sudden you're like, I don't want to deal with garbage and perishables and, and, and staff. I, you know what? I really just like the chicken. <laughs> and so, you know, but you have to go down that path because if you don't, you know what happens? You get eaten, you eat yourself alive. What if yeah. I would have done this? Oh my God, somebody else took my idea. No, they didn't. You stopped hmm. and they just kept going, you know? Um, uh, oh my God, I hate my job. Well, you didn't take a real attempt at what you were trying to do. Maybe you move on to something else, but at least you know one of the things that idea you have is something you don't want to do anymore. Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense. I love that. And being and giving yourself room to say, hey, I don't enjoy something. Um, love it. Love it. So for those of you who are in this right now, you're looking to get something started. The biggest advice that you could take away right now is get yourself something that you can do every day, devote to it and just start doing it. Just start. Just make those mistakes and deal with it. And you are absolutely going to have, uh, uh, you know, obstacles and, and failures along the way. Give yourself also the room to evaluate whether you even enjoy it, because maybe you don't and that's okay. And you can stop. It's not the end of the world. So love that. So Damon, let's pivot a little bit. I want to talk to you about, you know, I, I love your story with FUBU, right? And it's, it's a true story of hustle. And I, I feel a little bit spoiled now with the internet because I asked myself a question very honestly. I'm like, would I even do what Damon did? You know, would I stand on the streets and, you know, would I stay there until the club closed at night and deal with all of that? But you did obviously had a huge outcome. I know you and I have talked about this in the past and you've said people that now we have the internet, it's a big advantage. I mean, draw the comparison. Like how do you, what comparison do you have on the internet that, that compares to your story of how you got FUBU started? 
well, you know, you're vulnerable, you know. So, you know, listen, I stood on the corner, like I said, and, and I joke and say people who told me what well, they thought about me and my mother. You know, <laughs> you got raw feedback. You got the feeling, you know, that person just walks by you and you feel invisible and you're thinking you're offering something. But somebody says, get the hell out of my way. But, you know, rejection is you have to have a strong rejection muscle as an entrepreneur. And, you know, it's kind of the theory of the grenade, right, with the pin out. You take that thing and you let it go, Right. Um, Because you know you're adding value, but I'm learning as these people are rejecting me. I'm learning maybe my pitch is not right. Maybe I'm asking too much. Maybe I'm not telling them how this uh, can add value. It's the same thing online. I mean, but it's just that you got to You got You can't have thin skin. There's a lot of people here who are nervous. They don't want to tell people that I'm going to do something and I hope you can support it or just give me some feedback. They don't really want the feedback because it hurts. Mm -hmm. It does hurt, you know, no matter what we're human beings and we don't want to hear people, you know, say, say things very critical of us. But, you know, there's constructive criticism and then there's haters. Right. But you got to be able to sift out the difference in who they are. And, 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 and end of the day, if your product or your offering is inferior and people are telling you why it's inferior, that's still an investment. They don't have to tell you what's wrong. Right. So they're taking time to tell you why they were either let down in you or frustrated or why you overpromised and underdelivered or what's missing. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's the same as Damon John standing on the corner because listen, I don't care who you are, whether it's you, whether it's me, it's the Kardashians or these people you see dancing in silly videos. It takes a lot of time to get to be uh, respected and valued and for people to dig in their pockets and give you their hard earned money. There's a lot of work that goes behind it. I've never met anybody that is successful that didn't bust their ass. That's very true. That's actually, I've never heard something more true. The, I would say this, listen, you can get that feedback a heck of a lot faster on the internet. That's one thing. You can get a more volume of feedback. Um, but for everyone who's watching right now, let's have a moment of truth, all right? So you got Damon here, you got me here. Let's all just own up to it. Type in the number one if you've had that moment where you're a little, you're actually a little afraid of the feedback you might get, right? It's easy to say, I'll ask for feedback, but you're actually afraid of the feedback you'll get. Go ahead and type in the number one. If I, if I had a computer in front of me right now, I'd be typing in the number one. Till this day, I've been doing this now for almost 20 years. Until this day, when I'm getting ready for feedback, there's still a little bit of that nerve of, oh my God, what's gonna happen? Like Damon said, we're all human. So, okay, there we go. <laughs> all the ones pouring in, good moment of truth. Um, so the internet, it, it sped things up but the story is still the same. You still do the same things. You still stand on the corner of the street, right? You just stand on it. It's, it's just a proverbial street. It's an online street. Now we have all these different social media networks, which we're gonna talk to Damon about in just a second. Um, Damon, so this event, we're all talking about digital information. We're talking about information businesses, selling information online. Um, you've, you have definitely taken a turn towards this world. You have Damon on demand. I know that sometimes you have other training programs that come out. Heck, you partner with Learn. We have a program called Ready to, Ready to Launch. We have, um, we have an amazing digital startup network that we've created. So my question to you is what got you intrigued? So first of all, tell us, by the way, everyone, I'm gonna speak to you about ready to launch in about 20 minutes, and I'm gonna give you an amazing opportunity to, to get into Damon's head for a whole period of like many days, okay? But before we do that, the way I found out Damon was even interested in the information business is I found Damon on demand. So tell us a little bit about how you found your way into the information selling business model and, and what you've liked about it so far. Yeah, so, you know, listen, after Shark Tank uh, started, like I said, it was 13 years ago, um, 
probably about seven years into it, um, you know, my team and I were like, there's so many unanswered questions that entrepreneurs have, and there's no one place. I'm not going to say there's no one place to go for it, but as a trusted individual on a show that you see me investing in entrepreneurs, but you don't see the behind the scenes of the failures that entrepreneurs have, as well as all the failures that I've had. And what we found was there is a lot of people that sell products and or information that are very glamorous, there's jets, there's cars and all that kind of stuff. And I have no problem with that because sometimes those people are showing you the, the, the shiny glossy thing and then you go in to learn and then they teach you, well, this is how to get it. Maybe they're grabbing attention and that's just the attention grabber. But I found that more entrepreneurs thought that money is going to solve all their issues because if they start making more money, it's this and that, but they didn't understand the fundamentals of entrepreneurship. So I wanted to put together a digital course because listen, you know, technology has gotten to the point where, like you said, it sped things up. You don't have to go to night school anymore. You don't have to, you know, do so many things. And it's not that hard. And we can give you up-to-date information. Unlike when I started, I didn't know, do I open a DBA? Did I, you know, uh, you know, do I, was a patent needed? Is a trademark needed? You know, and, and, and the books that I had access to, it was either the New York Times or it was old encyclopedias of books at the library. Now we can update information and give it to you and you could be at home on your computer and you can learn mm -hmm. at a very affordable price. So that's we came up with Damon on Demand. And more importantly about Damon on Demand is it shows you the fundamentals and how to, uh, to build a business. So there's two aspects to it. There's start and scale, which shows you how to open a business, start a business and scale a business. But more importantly, I talk about a lot of my mistakes and the landmines that I have, uh, you know, $20 million worth of my mistakes that I can share with <laughs> people because they don't even know when you're going down in a business, you are so passionate about what you have. You know, you want to get it out to people, but you can't be an extra expert manufacturer, accountant, uh, marketer, advertiser, you know what I mean? And, and, and so many different things at the same time, unless I now bring together all the experts that I go to to create my circle of trust and share with you detailed information on how to how to, how to set up a patent or a trademark that you really need it, the USPTO or, 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 or your finances. So that's start and scale. And then the other aspect to it is mastering social media. Social media at the end of the day is free, right? But of course you can put money behind it, but you can test on a platform like we're on now, uh, you know, or um, excuse me, the, all the social media platforms were out there. You can test on those for free to know if you have a good idea, concept. You know, you have a following, a culture behind you. You don't have to open up a retail uh, store and, uh, you know, put down money on a lease that's three years long or get a kiosk or any of that. You can have this information right out right now and learn how to communicate with your customers or your potential customers. And I just figured I wanted to put it all together in, in something that was really compact and people can feel like they kind of got their their business degree in a very short period of time so they can limit the mistakes that they're going to make. Plus, I mean, it's awesome because I feel like people can have access to you without having to pay what I'm sure your hourly or daily costs are probably pretty high. And so one of the things I've loved is people will ask me for time with me and I always say, listen, anything I'm going to sh share with you, it's, it's in this course. And you're going to be able to get that at a much, much more nominal price level than than buying a day with me. Yeah, because you can also David, go back through the course, right? You can say, yeah, Did I get it right. Well, let me yeah. earmark this. Let me put this in the, in, the, in the vault. Let me go back to it. I'm not ready for this yet. Let me move it over here. Yeah. You can't have that conversation with me. Hey, Damon, let me talk to you tomorrow night. I'm busy. I can't talk to you, man. I, I got to take <laughs> care of my, my daughter. I want to see my child. 
right? Yeah. So, you know, th- this is why I just think that information like this is, is key and, and it's out there in the world and we want to put it all in one and kind of one place to get people going and excited. No, absolutely. Well, listen, so Damon, I have, I have a little bit off the chart question for you. Um, and if anyone didn't notice, yeah, I've got, I saw some questions. People are saying, what do you got here? I've got a bunch of notes I wrote down for questions I'm asking Damon. Um, so you almost make, not almost, you do make a career of evaluating companies, evaluating opportunities. And by nature of that, I'm sure you evaluate industries, right? Entire genres, because you are now, like you said, 13 years on Shark Tank. And what you guys do on the show is evaluate a company to see if you're going to make a, make an offer on it. Um, by the way, any stats from that that are public? Like how many companies have you, have you won or made an investment in? Like that's, that's a long time. You know, I, I lose track of it. I know Shark Tank <laughs> yeah. has its, um, you know, they have track of all the businesses and all the money that's been created and all the employment, you know, it's like yeah. in the billions of what have happened with these companies. But I always say I'm around 80 something companies, maybe around 90 something companies uh, right now. And a lot of people say that's daunting. But if you really think about it, one third probably are not doing well. And, you know, they're uh, they're they're the walking dead because they refuse to educate themselves or, yeah. you know, whether on social media or conversion and various other things. One third are doing really great. They're great founders. And I stick my nose and I may screw it up. Right. And so <laughs> and so now I got to concentrate on the one third that for over a year to three years, they're kind of going to move to one of those lanes one yeah. way or another. And that's what and I have an amazing staff that really, really takes care of all those things for me. So here's the most important question. Have you won more deals than Mr. Wonderful? That's like, I think, the, the biggest question I've got. Uh, you know what? I don't know, because I'm always fascinated when anybody does a deal with Kevin. I'm just fascinated. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I just look at them like a VCR, like something I haven't seen in a long, long time. I have no idea. I, I'm just fascinated when people do. I remember the first one, he, he got a good exit on it. But the first one that I really saw this happen, uh, it was a wicked good cupcakes. He does the deal with the mother. The daughter starts crying. Oh, my God. How did you do the deal with him? So I, I don't know. If Guys. A feeling. You do a deal with me and your daughter starts crying. So anyway, I'm always fascinated with that. That question was just to egg Damon on to get something on record um, so we could use later. But yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, so the question I was really going at before I completely went on the side diversion. Um, the information marketing industry, you know, as a, as a, what are your thoughts on it? Being someone who evaluates businesses and opportunities and industries, for those who are listening right now, they're thinking about starting an information business online, course selling business. What are your thoughts as someone who's been seen so many industries? Well, first of all, no matter what industry you're in, the fundamentals have to be there, right? Product is king. You have to make something that is viable. You have to be of service to whoever your customer is, and you got to really, really care. Um, so that's that's the basics, no matter what. But I think this is an opportune time. Um, information is key, and I think that our school systems are broke. Um, I mm-hmm. think that there's a lot of people that are sending their kids away and or their kids are going away. They're acquiring half a million dollars worth of student loan debt that they won't pay off until they're uh, into their 50s for information that they could have gotten much, much earlier and much faster so they can know if they if they want to go down this certain path. Now, of course, I'm not talking about if you're going to be somebody highly skilled like a, a doctor, you know, make sure, please don't take any online courses to be a doctor. But, <laughs> um, but, I, but I, I think information is critical. And I think that there are a lot of people out there with uh, with valuable information that people want to learn from 
And I, I think this is great when you can learn from home and you can actually put those things into action. You don't need to wait for uh, you know a year or four years to get a piece of paper to potentially go over to some to some some company that you work your way up in, and maybe if they manage it the right way, you'll have an opportunity. You can open up your laptop in six months or one month, totally up to you, and you can see if you have something. That and that's uh, you nailed it right on the spot there. You know, um, I actually started an e-commerce company this year, and it's awesome, it's doing great. But what was hilarious is it took us about six and a half months, almost seven months, to go from idea to first product sale because during that time, and I'm not, say, I'm not saying anything bad about e-commerce, by the way. Some of my closest friends are e-com wizards. I love it. This is why I started one, because I wanted to experience it. But for me, being a digital guy, it was so hard to sit through six and a half or seven months of seeing the product get created and fine tuning it, then another prototype, and then ordering the fulfillment, you know, the, the the inventory. Whereas, like you said, online, I mean, I've had an idea like this summit that everyone's on right now. I hope you guys understand this idea. I have happened to have it overnight, and it was because it was something I wanted. I was like, I would love to get one place. I'd love to get the most brilliant marketers, copywriters, and funnel makers one place so I can learn and then go and implement what they teach. And I thought, oh, if I'm gonna do that, might as well let other people watch. So the speed of it is something that is absolutely profound. So how many of you right now watching are getting interested in the idea of starting your own information selling business? Go ahead and type in me right now so everyone can see just that, okay, I didn't even have to say it, there we go. All right, awesome. So let's let's turn a little bit to more specific questions, Damon. This one I'm actually personally very curious about. You talk a lot about social media. Um, I, I, I'm on your list, I see what you say. Let talk to us about social media. Where, where do you think it's going? How important do you think it is in the future? And maybe you personally are starting to develop any favorites that you see are impacting your companies the most, any particular platform. So yeah, I'll turn it to you. Let's talk social media. Yeah, social media is here, obviously. It's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. Um, there, there are just so many different, though, um, outlets, and you have to see what works best for you. You know, I'm on I'm on many of them, but you know, listen, I, I'm human. I'm I'm not using YouTube as well as I would love to use YouTube um, for long form content. But I notice uh, whether it's myself or my kids, you know, ask the new version of encyclopedias. You look it up on YouTube. I don't care what it is. You know how to fix a zipper on a pair of pants. Whatever the case is, <laughs> you look it up on YouTube. But what I do love is about the analytics that you get from it. I get to communicate with my customers and my supporters. Uh, you know, and my critics. You know, all over the world. You know, when I was um, starting FUBU, and when I when I sold a pair of pants to the store, I don't know who bought it. I don't know why did they buy it. Was a mother buying it for herself? Was a kid buying it for herself? I don't know why they didn't buy it when they walked by it, right? I couldn't give quizzes like I can do now on social media and spawn somebody to start thinking about why they dislike the product or what should they see more or whatever the case is. This is a direct mm-hmm. way to talk to your, your consumer or your critics. Um, and again, it goes back to being authentic and not having thin skin and being a little bit vulnerable. That's what entrepreneurs are. They're a little bit vulnerable, right? They want to, they want, they want you to believe in their product, but they're asking you, how do you think? And how do you feel about it? And you know what, when you're a little bit vulnerable to people, guess what? They want to get behind you. They want to fight for you. They want to tell you what can make it better. They want to ask, how can I help? Right? So I love social media because I can touch the world, the palm of my, my, my hand, uh, at midnight. I couldn't do that back in the days. I'd get up at one, two o'clock, go find people, get on a bus, a train, a plane, an automobile. How, how would I find people? Who were they? Yeah. And how did they feel about it when they went home? They weren't giving me their phone number. So uh, I, you know, listen, social media is obviously here to stay. It is, a, it is a great form of technology that can empower people greatly. So you mentioned YouTube specifically. 
is that your favorite one? Which which one do you lean on? If if Damon could only have one social media to reach out to his audience, which do you pick? I would. Well, Damon John, who I am today, would be um, probably LinkedIn. Uh, but oh, it's okay. Hard. It's hard. It's yeah. LinkedIn. I love I love Instagram um, because of all the different aspects from short stories to reels to putting up a post. And um, but you know those. those it's it's a tough one. It really is tough. I, so I how come enjoy out of all of them? Yeah, how come you said Damon John as I am today would pick LinkedIn? Or what made you pick LinkedIn? Because I know they're all different. Damon but I'm John curious. today, you know, today, um, you know, if you look at my brand, I'm a brand about business. I'm a brand about connectivity. I'm a brand about education. And the people on LinkedIn obviously are there for uh, more of a specific reason. Right. If yeah. I'm communicating on LinkedIn, I'm communicating like um, you and I are communicating right now. If I'm on mm. Facebook, I'm communicating like I'm at a family barbecue. You know, if I'm on Instagram, I'm kind of communicating like I'm at a hip party. And when I'm on Twitter, I'm, I'm, I'm communicating like, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to open field in a park, you know, and everybody's yeah. crazy. You know, they just run around nuts. <laughs> so um, so the Damon John now has a professional, you know, point of point of view. But the Damon John, when I was starting FUBU, I would have been way heavy on TikTok, way heavy on um, Instagram, right? Because the TikTok, yeah. the virality of it, um, you can get 20 million, 30 million views. And Damon John back then when I was 20, I could dance my ass off. All right. Or yeah. I can show you how to, <laughs> how to make certain shirts and boom, boom. And, you know, when they're jumping around, like, you know, yeah. so it all depends on, on, on where I am in my life. And, and, and that's what everybody should be thinking about right now. You know, who are they and who is their customer? Where is their customer? That's actually what a strong point. And that is the point with social media, everyone. There is no right for everybody. It depends on where your target market is. So let's take a minute, take a guess if you're not committing to this, but if you're watching right now, go in the comment box. Where do you think of all the social media networks out there? There's Pinterest, there's TikTok, there's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, there's so many of all of them. Where do you think your target demographic is the most. There might be in many places, just pick one for the fun of it. Go ahead and type it in so everyone can kind of see where everyone else is thinking. But yeah, for me, you know, if, if I had a gun to my head right now and I had to pick one, I think I would pick YouTube. And I just, I don't really know why. I just, I love teaching. I tend to be, my videos tend to be a little bit longer, so they're not really quite TikTok friendly. Um, or I also think I got very strategic with someone once before I said, well, because if I make YouTube content, my team can rip that apart and put it everywhere else. So it's like, you know, me trying to be smart, but I've also, I will say this for what it's worth, everyone, I've tried to do this and I don't think that will work the best. Honestly, people can tell when you make content for one particular, uh, you know, network and it just does better, but okay. So LinkedIn would be yours. Love that. Um, where do you feel social media is going to go? This is an interesting question I have for you. Do you think we're going to keep having more and more things pop out? Or do you think there's going to be a consolidation as we kind of go the next over the next 10 years? Or do you think it's just going to keep niching out and having more and more platforms? I think there's going to be way more tentacles that are going to be out there um, because I think people were going to, um, you know, it's kind of like when, when, when I was growing up, there were there were four channels, right? PBS, ABC, NBC, CBS. ABC is obviously clearly the best. Um, but, <laughs> but you know, now all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, Lifetime for Women, Channels for Dogs, Cartoons, TV Network back in the day. This and, is so true. And, you know, you start, they started to get these little pods of people. Uh, there's still 8 billion people on the planet. So I believe that is going to be a lot more platforms because as kids grow up and come into the system, 
they're going to have new ways that they're communicating where, you know, like we all look at the generation before us or, or, or two generations down and go, what the hell are they doing? But they want to be in that room with the what the, the hell, what the hell are they doing people? And they're going to create yeah. different forms of it, I believe. That is such an, I love that analogy. I never thought about that. You're absolutely right. Like if you look at, there was a few channels and they've all sprawled out and they've sprawled out by topic. Um, and you're already seeing that, right? Like gamers kind of have their own social media networks now where they kind of hang out and, and just, yeah, you're starting to see kind of things split up a little bit. So that that's, I love that analogy. All right, Damon, I know we're coming up to the top of your time here and I really respect it. I have one final question for you. But before we go to that, everybody stay put because Damon, John and I worked on something that we call Ready to Launch. Um, and we've put together an entire community behind it as well, where we work with entrepreneurs every single month. It's a really, really fun project. You can learn a ton. And I want to tell you about it in just a minute here. Get ready because honestly, it's the simplest ask you'll ever see. It costs you pretty much the cost. Of, it's like a happy meal. All right. So just get excited about that. But last question here, since this event, Damon, we are not just talking about information marketing, but we're talking about copywriting as well. Uh, we're talking about funnels and that that's got a, a taste of selling in it. Right. And I think I I think I'm safe to say that that's something you've mastered. Um, you know, if you're if you're doing something, if you're on the street at night, you know, you're, you're selling and you know how to sell at that point. So I'm just curious. A lot of people, though, whenever we say selling or sales, you get about 80% of the world goes, oh, I'm not, I don't do sales. I'm not into sales. I'm not a salesman. Oh my God. And they start freaking out. And I get the same reaction a lot of times when we talk about copy or funnels. I'm just curious, how do you, how do you answer that? What is some advice you would give to someone who's a little bit scared of the idea of selling? What would you say to them? You're selling no matter what. No matter what, you're pitching yourself all day long, whether it's trying yeah. to get into the bathroom before your husband or wife or telling your child they get on the school bus, you take them to Chuck E. Cheese on the weekend. Um, <laughs> when you get to the office, you're selling. Or when you get on Zoom, you're selling, right? You know, a, a trade uh, doesn't always have to be a transaction of cash. You're selling for people's attention. You're selling for people's respect, right? So it's all about, do you have something that's viable? Do you have something that, yeah, you would do for free if you could, but you've invested more and more time into it, whether with your knowledge, your time, your energy, physically, uh, uh, money, that you, you need to get compensated for it because you can't just give away everything to everybody. But you, have, you are busting your ass to come up with the best thing. And copywriting is the same thing as well as click funnels. Now, listen, I, 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 if people, people relate selling to kind of people who are evil. Right. And I, I don't I don't I don't believe that con men and women, when they're selling, you know what they're selling? They're selling trust, a fake trust. That's what they sell because they have nothing of value. That's an evil person. You know what I mean? The people who are exploiting you, people who are saying, take this one pill and it'll make you skinny. I promise they know it's not going to make you skinny. I don't believe anybody here. And I really hope I, don't, yeah. I hope nobody here has that has that that um, intention. When you're trying to give something of value to somebody, you know, it, 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 it is, there's not, never a better feeling. And if your customer doesn't like it, you know what you do? I'll give you your money back. What else can I do for you? How can we make it better? And trust me, that person is going to be your biggest advocate. So you're yeah. always selling whether you know it or not. Yeah, absolutely. You, you've given this one advice that I've said to someone. I said, it's not a matter of being afraid of selling. How much do you believe in what you're selling? Because if you believe wholeheartedly in what you're selling, it will instinctively remove, instantly remove the fear of telling someone about it. The example I've always given, Damon, and I think you you can agree with it, is if you drive past past a store, 
and if that store has got a 50% off sale going on, you most likely are going to tell your closest friends about it. You're going to call them and say, "There's a, if you don't, you actually feel like your friends might be upset with you. But what I always tell people is, well, what makes you comfortable getting out of your zone, calling your friend and saying, hey, this store at such and such place has a sale going on. What makes you comfortable is you feel like you're serving that person, right? So as long as you keep that mindset, selling is always serving. I've been selling, quote unquote, for 20 years and I love it because I believe in what I sell. So, yeah, and you um, know what people, people, a lot of times they don't respect the value of something unless they purchase it. There's yeah. a lot of time that people don't like this, you know, so I'll give me an example. Listen, I, I got, I got books, I got curriculums. I got a lot of, them. you can, you can, you can get a hold of Damon Don John for hundreds of thousands of dollars to speak someplace or as low as $20 on one of my books. Right. Probably. Mm -hmm. Right. And somebody yeah. will say to me, Hey, how dare you sell a book to me for $24 or $20 or other cases? And you know, my reaction is I've been on this show for 13 years. I have invested in a hundred companies. Like I said before, I am giving away free knowledge on this show every day. I'm also doing it on Instagram. I'm also doing it on Facebook, but now I have to have a writer put this thing together. I have to have some kind of data. I have to also, you know, print these things. If you can't pay $20 for this, you can get anything else that I'm, that I have. Don't worry yeah. about it. But if you don't find value here, there's something wrong with you. Then That's up to you. You can, my, yeah. you don't have to buy, but I know how much I put in. Do you think that I really have been on a show for 13 years investing in all those people? So my grand scheme is to sell you something for $24. I mean, <laughs> and so how many people here are, 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 are about, you know, saving animals or creating uh, lotions that have no parabens in it or, or, or whatever the case is, or, 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 or coming up with, with, with environmentally, you know, uh, uh, safe products. And they're like, yo, it costs me money to make this, but trust me, this is better than what's out there because I believe in it. If somebody says to you, you're a scam artist, no problem. See you later. I appreciate that. But if you have something of value, the easiest thing to sell is the truth. And, uh, you know, that, that's just what it is. So don't ever feel bad about selling. Oh, I love that. Amazing advice. Well, listen, um, Damon, man, it has been such an honor to have you here. Now, here's the fun thing. I'm going to do the fun part, right? I'm going to tell you all about our program that Damon and I created called Ready to Launch and everything that's behind it. I'm going to do that in a second, but I'm going to I'm going to respect Damon's time. Damon, we really, really appreciate you for being here, for keynoting this event. Thank you so much. Everyone, can we type in thank you into the chat box? Come on, type in thank you right now. So Damon feels the love, he sees it, and he's back next time. We want to be able to have him back for the next and future summits we do. So, uh, wow, look at that. Blowing up. Well, thank well, you for what you do, and thank you everybody who's in attendance. Uh, thanks so much, Damon. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to The Fighting Entrepreneur with your host, Onyx Singal.